My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Jesse. I'm Natalia. And I'm Sky. And Gaga Oolala is a small streaming service that is delivering queer content to the people. Primarily Asian queer content, but they have other stuff too. Yeah. And I just need to come right out of the gate because we're legally required... To say this isn't an ad, okay? We're not we're not sponsored by Gagulala in any way. But, but if you're interested, but. we are. <laughs> like you know, we really like reach you. Reach out to us. Wow. We love what you're doing. You want to talk? Maybe we'll get a coffee. Yeah, you know, whatever. Um, but this January, even though it is now February, after a very long January, but also a very quick January. It was a weird January. It was a weird January. A weird, weird January. Um, <laughs> yeah, they added three J-dramas, and we decided to check out the first three episodes of said J-dramas to uh, give her the old chatteroony, see what's up, see what's up in the J-drama world. We got two BLs and a GL to talk about today. Um, so that's, uh, that's what we're going to do. It's sort of like last year we did like three KBLs, but now we're going to Japan <laughs> and adding a GL because we've been graced with one. So I know if you're going to get one, we're going to talk yeah. about it. Exactly. Um, we have three shows, wildly different plots, um, wildly different mm-hmm. vibes, all three. And yep. that's, uh, that's what we're doing today. So Hopefully you're in a J-drama mood, um, and also if you're listening to this the day it comes out, come back on Wednesday, because we're doing a J-drama live stream on YouTube, so listen. It's... Not entirely BLGL. No, but... no, no, but, but just J-drama in general. Just no. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good time. We did watch a yeah, lot we did watch of JBL. J- yeah. Many of them, actually. Like, <laughs> uh, so which one do we want to start with? Do we want to do BL? GLBL is that uh, a nice sure, framing? Sure. We yeah. we could kick off with the completed one. Yes. Oh yeah, because one of them is not just like the first three, three episodes. episodes. One is the Only entire episodes. show because <laughs> yeah. it was a three episode J drama yeah. uh, that is called "I Became the Lead in a BL." Um. <laughs> It's, it's a comedy, very much a comedic situation in which you have this uh, poor, introverted child actor who's now grown up and everyone thinks he's washed up, but his uh, manager gets him a sweet gig as, grown up. as the lead. He's like he's, a child still. Yeah, he's 25. He's 20, in, in the context of the show, he's yeah. 25 years old. So his manager scores him a sweet gig as the lead of a BL. And then he arrives on set and he's like, finally, maybe this is like just the push my career needs. I just, I need anything to work out for me because like, I'm really depressed. He's just depressed all the time. He's a sad dude. He's a sad little (laughs) guy. He's a sad, cute little guy. Um, But unfortunately it seems like his co-star can't stand the sight of him. Won't talk Mm -hmm. to him. Won't meet his eyes. (laughs) It literally tells him to, like, get out of his face. I don't yeah, want to see you. Like, just, just, just seems just like kinda... he hates him. So he's now even more depressed. Doesn't even want to look. Because he's like, what did I, what did I do? 
Like, I, I, and like, like everyone else, and that guy's friendly with everybody else on set, set. except for, (laughs) and like, also, everyone else on set likes the kid as well. They're all like, have worked with him before, too. So he's like, knows people. Yeah, so they're all like, yeah, I'm so glad you're here. And And he's like, oh, vibes are good, except for this dude. Except for like, (laughs) that I'm starring with. Yeah, the one dude doesn't want to talk to me, but then you very quickly (laughs) learn. The one person I need to know. (laughs) You very quickly learn the reason behind this is because this other actor is basically this this child act former child actor's biggest fan and was so nervous at meeting him because he's like the president of his fan club. He has every piece of merch this guy's ever had. He, he loves this every guy. interview he, by he, heart. He, he, like... he knows everything about this guy. And so he's too nervous to talk to his like idol that he's fan i just really enjoyed where the manager was like oh so you're his fan he's like no i'm not his fan i'm his stan I know everything and then him. he rips open his zip hoodie <laughs> to show his homemade <laughs> shirt and yeah it uh progresses in a very you know fashion from there with delightful mm-hmm. comedic misunderstandings and um just shenaniganery. It's yeah. it's a goofy three episodes. Oh, also, so eventually the people on set, specifically the the producer of the drama, the they're like, she's like, which by the way, it's the actress from Kimi Wapeto, and mm-hmm. she's mm-hmm. great. Which I, I at first like I didn't clock it, but I was like, she looks so familiar, so familiar. to people. Why do I of know course. her? I was yeah. like, what have I seen her from? So then, uh. Anyway, she's a fun character, but, like, she goes, the vibes are, like, not vibing. Let's get them to, like, live together. Is that okay? No. And then they're like, Classic. sure. It's like, okay. And so, and so we have cohabitation, like, ah, too. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I get perfect, this. Perfect. I was the one to, like, suggest Yeah, because, like, yeah. I had watched it and I really enjoyed it because it had all the elements that I'm looking for in a goofy BL. Like, mm-hmm. and if you're looking for a goofy BL, this is going to deliver those vibes mm-hmm. entirely. Um, and it had, it had a bunch of elements that I enjoy, which is you have an introverted main character, you have a simp, you have forced, you know, con- like a contractual living arrangement. Like, and it's gay. Like, hello? <laughs> um, it's very goofy. I will, like... It has that sort of goofiness that J drama comedies can pull off. That like it's very similar to sort of like a Thai goofiness that you don't really see in like Korean dramas as much. Um, but oh my goodness, uh, and it's very contained. Like they're not doing going out and doing like fan signs or anything. Like you can tell this is a low budget show. Yeah. But like, yeah, they only had a couple of sets made, yeah, and yeah, they weren't going to change those sets. <laughs> they're really like using the sets as best as they can for you know, which yeah, um, is odd, you know, it's fine, do whatever. Um, I especially enjoy the last episode. There's a scene where the the little ex child star goes over to his coworker's house to confront him, and doesn't. And the guy opens the door because he thinks he's hallucinating him. And then this child star is then bombarded with a house full of 
his own merchandise, both official and fan made. And it's just like as the guy's uh-oh. standing there with a cardboard cutout, of a life size <laughs> cardboard cutout of him in a previous role. Um, it's it's a goofy good time. If that's <laughs> yeah, yeah, I really I really enjoyed it personally. Um, I know perhaps one of us wasn't that into it. And that's okay. I'm so sorry. We like to, you don't need to apologize for not liking something. It's fine. I thought it was cute, but it's too goofy. It yeah. like spent too much in the goofy area. Mm-hmm. So then it was like constantly kind of going back to it. And I was like, okay. Yeah. I get a- like really kind of like in levels where it's like, oh, okay, okay. Like, especially when he was like really starting to like realize the living situation. Cause there's a lot of like time you're spent in his head and he's like Mm -hmm. oh my god oh my god what am i gonna do oh my god oh my god oh my god what should we say oh god oh god yeah and it was like kind of like i was like liking that but then it would jump back into like a very comedic slapsticky i like situation there were like parts with the with like this they both get internal monologues and i really enjoyed like the younger actor who's the fans monologue where he'd be like today i managed to keep eye contact for 2.7 seconds i'm so proud of myself (laughs) he'd be like oh my god this is pathetic i liked the introverts like internal monologue better because he would yeah like when it was awkward still and he thought the other guy hated his guts he was like very concerned about that it's like legitimate yeah. legitimate yeah. concern because <laughs> like i would be worried too because he was also kind of like worried about like just being an actor in general too yeah. you know so it was like nice to kind of see that like because they do a lot of like mm-hmm. little bit of the scene and then cut and then you're like showing the like what's going on you know on set which is fun and it's yeah. and it's based on like it's ba- this is based on a manga that in the story is also they're making a show based on a manga. And so they will show things that are like really over the top manga like inception. manga like style BL. Hmm. Like there's like one scene where there there's like, you know, the the love rival in the show and the <laughs> And it's like he goes up and he's like pushing him against a wall, but he has his like foot like almost all the way to the guy's like <laughs> shoulder on the wall. And it is, you're just looking at it like, what the f- no one stands like this. But you're like, but in a manga, they might. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's a very over the top, goofy little comedy. Um, but it is also like sweet at the same time. Cause it's like this he's not weird about being a fan he's just he's a weird guy but like he's not he doesn't make the you know the child actor uncomfortable and and he's very concerned about making him uncomfortable like he doesn't want to make him uncomfortable there's like a really cute little moment where they're finally like his manager's like you gotta start being nice to this child actor he thinks he hates you so like they're at this like get together and i just thought it was so cute the way it's filmed where the little introverted child star is all sitting they're sitting on like the floor and he has his like legs you know curled up like next to him and then the other guy starts to talk to him and it just the shot is from under the table and you just see his feet like slowly turn to like towards the other guy. I was like oh this is too much this is too much for old Natalia <laughs> it was kind of yeah it was I enjoyed it quite a bit um it does have two versions now Sky and I discovered this oh, yeah Whoa. and very <laughs> confused and I don't really know what the terms mean 
but it's not two separate shows. So there's the Crank Up Hen version, which is just the regular three episode version. And then there's Crank In Hen, which is like an abridged one episode version. Oh, okay. But So it's not even just like movie cut of it. It's like even they cut out like scenes and stuff. Yeah. So, but this is basically just a movie. Like you, I sort of watched it more as like a movie because it's three 45 minute episodes. Like that's, that's just a kind of long movie, you know? I do like the length of the episode. Hmm. So that's nice because you were able to be in the story for longer, especially Mm -hmm. like with most of these, they're like 20 minutes, 20 and like, yes, in Japanese dramas, that's the common, like, length for this type of, like, younger series. You know, young adult or new age, whatever yeah. it's, like, specifically called. Um, They're going to be that short, but, like, it's just... When K-dramas also do it as well, you're kind of just, like, tired with, like, yeah. things being so short just because they're gay. Like, it just... Yeah. You want more from it. And so it's nice, especially when... You essentially have both the characters doing big monologues, like, Mm -hmm. separate from each other because it's all from their head. So you don't have a lot of, like, dialogue that's back and forth that's, like, kind of, like, condensed because they're talking to each other. So you have, like, there's a lot of time that, like, Mm -hmm. it needs it. So it's nice to have it as the 45-minute episode length. Yeah. So that is a fun one for Thoust looking for a comedic... Goofy. I think if you're like, yeah, looking like, for like a little like sweet but like silly rom com yeah, with like not a lot of tension involved, very PG, drama, this like, is like well, uh, perfect for with the exception people. of one scene in the third episode. It's a very PG show. There's a scene involving the two managers that's a little PG thirteen, oh. but um. Which, like, it really, they really, like, tease you with this manager story, and then just, like, maybe we'll make it later, don't worry about it. It's not really that important, like. Second season. Yeah, yeah, don't worry, we'll get get to them eventually, perhaps, you know. But, um, yeah, there's, if you don't see it, you see some male nipple, like, Oh, no. Uh, and uh, it's implied that they are having sex. Ooh. Oh. Uh, but otherwise, like the main storyline is very almost G-rated. Like it's very mm-hmm. like nothing. So you could easily watch this with like it's a very much teenager. like oh no, we're gonna rehearse a kiss scene. Like that's yeah. that's the type of yeah. rehearse a kiss oh, no. scene. I I need to talk to him, but I know this specific information about him. Yeah. That I can't let him know no, because I know, know it from this like one magazine, and I can give you the edition yeah. and where it is in this like thing. But I can't tell him that I know his drink preference or whatever yeah. it was. Be like, oh, like, I, look, I, oh, I made curry for dinner. Like, like an example is to be like, oh, I made curry for dinner, and then the child would be like, oh, curry's my favorite food, and then would go into like the other act and be like, I know, I read that in this interview. Blah, 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 blah. And you're just like, oh, come on, <laughs> like so pathetic. But- I will say my favorite part of the drama was how they described why that actor is obsessed with him so much and how it came from a very like sincere place of acceptance essentially for like, he was pretty much struggling with how people viewed him for his hobbies and things like that. And Mm -hmm. so then he was just really impressed with how this actor, this child actor guy 
you know, responded to him and said that he like looked up to that and respected people that liked what they liked. And he thought that was neat essentially. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's, really that's what it was like, boop, I'm going to stand you for life. Like <laughs> yeah. you're the best guy you're the ever. the best thing that's ever happened that's to like, this world. So sweet. Just because like so many people are so weird about like yeah. people in fandoms and they don't need to be because there are yeah, other people random. that like are, are technically in fandoms that are like generally accepted. So like, doesn't like no one's weird about weird sports to... fans. I don't. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're the same exact. Yeah, it's the like, same obsession. Thing. Like oh. yeah, like everybody does the same exact thing too in like their fandoms. It's just <laughs> different people. Like, come on. And <laughs> I, I also paper, really like baseball cards. Yeah, the same. The same thing. <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> I also I also really liked how they went into like the child actors like trauma that he suffered from being a child actor mostly inflicted by his own parents um Mm. which had led to him being so just demotivated and depressed and withdrawn and it's it's just nice like so even though it was goofy it still had these like sincere moments in it that i thought were quite nice well and so i feel like without those like touch points It would have just been, like, a lot of silliness. Yeah. But, like, I really enjoyed kind of the explanations a little bit of, like, mm. the backstories of things. And I th- thought mm. that helped mm. add to it. Even though you don't get a ton of time with them, like, being a couple or whatever. Like, th- that wasn't mm. really the point. The point was, like, the journey of them getting together within three episodes. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I will sure. say, like, the two main actors, so Abbe Allen, his, like, physical comedy, on point. Like... He knows how to fall off chairs, dramatically throw his <laughs> hands up. Like, he knows how to do that. But uh, Akutsu Nichika, the, the child actor, um, this, after he gets realizes that the other guy likes him, there's this long sequence where he's, like, just looking quizzically, like, just confused. And that facial expression has been seared in my mind because it is so perfect of him just being like, like chef's kiss like i really enjoyed the show and i think if you're looking for a cheerful cheesy little rom-com to confirm how much natalia enjoyed the facial expressions she She even made it like a part of her sticker club stuff like this yeah it was it was because she just loved the facial i loved it it was the planner (laughs) sticker sheet um it was too much. I loved it so much. I loved it so much. Uh, so yeah, that might be if you're looking for a sweet PG-rated short. little short yeah. show to get you through an afternoon that you're, you know, yeah, and have a, a few full hours. story with a couple of hours. Yeah, perfect. Uh, we're going to in this comedy sandwich. Uh, the filling shall not <laughs> really be comedy. It up. We're really, we're, we're doing comedy, not comedy, and then comedy at the end. So, uh, so Jimmy, for warning you, this is yeah. not going to be comedy right now. Jesse, why don't you tell us about our second show here? Okay, so Chaser Game W is, um, I, I guess we could come a companion story to Chaser Game, which is the original I don't know if it's like technically shared universe. Like, I don't know actually how they connect because I haven't seen Chaser Game. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm like almost positive Chaser Game is not any sort of like gay show at all. Like, I think it's just like a general like 
you know, thing. Um, but essentially it is a story about two girls who, um, were together in school, in college, I guess. And, um, something happened and they parted and it wasn't like a good parting. Um, it was very contentious and, um, the one girl left and kind of disappeared off the face of the earth while the other girl stayed around. And she works at a, a video game company and they are doing a collab with a Chinese company and they get someone who is working on the, the Chinese side of things um, to come in for the stint of this like project. And it turns out to be her former lover. Um, and she is very not happy like to see her and very, very mad that she's like there. Um, I don't, know for sure like they really kind of don't like make it seem known that like she knew she was there like the one that's coming from the chinese company knowing that the girl was there and working maybe possibly the other girl didn't at all she would she really right. thought that she, she had dropped out shocked. of the like mm. she dropped out of all of her programs and didn't even think that she would be even in any sort of like job like this Mm -hmm. Um, so it's very much a, it, it's not really enemies to lovers, but like exes to maybe kindling, rekindling their relationship. I don't yeah. know. I don't know how this is going to go. Um, <laughs> I'm like worried about the way it's going to go, but like also I like where we're at mm. and like, I, I worry because there's so few GLs that I don't want it to be yeah. weird. But, like, I also believe that, like, just because it's a GL does not mean that it has to be a rom-com. Like, yeah. like, they could just give people who just happen to like, like, the same sex normal stories, they too. Could. Like, they're, yeah, so there's, right. like, that kind of thing. Um, It's definitely, like, does not live in the comedy world at all. Like, it's no. very much she's really essentially bullying this girl. Um, but you do kind of throughout the show kind of see maybe like she did do some, like, I mean, she shouldn't be bullying her. She's like, she's the boss to her. She shouldn't yeah. be doing that. At the she thing. Professional. But, like, like they're yeah. kind of showing that there's a potential that there was actually a reason. Like, it's not just they split up. There was an actual reason. You're like, okay, I understand why you're mad. Maybe it shouldn't be mad this many years after, but at least we have something. It's not just like, this yeah. girl is just like super sweet. And how could she do like this one girl, like pour wine on her, like when she sees her. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm, I'm like intrigued by that aspect of it. I'm having a little bit of a hard time with it, though, because of that aspect of it as well, where it just feels it is a kind little like, mean-spirited a is. lot of the time. And I'm just like, oh. I feel like there there are some parts where she, like, does kind of talk about society and how mm -hmm. it views, like, and it's, like, homophobic. Yeah. And I want, I don't know if there's going to be a lot of, like, episodes to actually, like, pinpoint on that, but I kind of want it to be like a focus be like hey that's like part of her rage is how the world treats mm -hmm. her and she wants to be with 
people of the same sex, but she can't because the world is so vicious about it. Hmm. And I want that to be a storyline. I don't know if it is going to be a storyline. I feel like it, like it's kind of setting up to just like show their relationship, like, and what happened in the past. Cause it shows Hmm. little brief, like moments of them in the past. But all the brief moments have been, good moments so far so it's just sort of well, like, except for the well, one except for the, well, except for the, the one, one. Yeah. yeah but it's like hmm so it's like they had a good relationship well at some and, point and, and for the record a good relationship of four years it's not like this yeah. is like a tiny short mm-hmm. thing like, yeah they were together a while um i will say one thing i do really love about it is that uh so many women the entire yes. office yeah. is women the entire office friends. is totally like, and they all are at different levels in their lives. Yeah. Like, there's, like, yes. ones with kids, ones working with kids, like, mm-hmm. young people. Like, that sort of thing is really, yeah. like, nice to see. Because that's that's how offices are, though. Like, that's, yeah. like, a, you know, but they don't just, like, have their... Like, there's... And I liked them. how they showed it. Because, mm. like, even though they kind of, like, introduced them at some point through Machinations. But, like, at one point, um, one of the, the lead... The lead gal who isn't from the Chinese company is from the mm-hmm. Japanese company. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, there was kind of an emergency, like she was concerned about something. So she had to call kind of through the phone tree to all of her people. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so you saw what everyone was doing in a typical evening. Yeah. And I thought mm-hmm. that was really, and everyone was doing something drastically different. Yeah. And yeah. that was a neat way to show pretty succinctly, like people's lives. So, you know, the mom, like, vacuuming and like yelling at her kid or whatever to be yeah. quiet and then one of them it seems like she's always kind of like in a host club type situation yeah she's just hanging like, out with dudes yeah but it kind mm-hmm. of seems like that's also her dad's business like she's somehow affiliated with that so yeah it's kind of interesting mm-hmm. um and then you know like one gal her thing is like cosplay and stuff so she's always like at some arcade like being in an outfit like having a good yeah, time just having, <laughs> so it was, just having a fun it was neat the way it yeah. was shown i appreciated that because it and it was only a moment really of just showing that yeah. especially within kind of a workplace story it was a neat mm-hmm. way to show it I thought. and it was like a really succinct way of like telling you these character traits that all these different mm-hmm. women have and it's yeah. and, you know they're really i will say like the show is really doing like the show don't tell you like you know with it with its character mm-hmm. building um yeah i'm really i think it's fun that they're also making a lesbian visual novel in yeah. like, the context of what game they're making is like okay this is fun like a lot of lesbian themes like with all women team like okay okay yeah they're like, like they're all competent in their roles and like yeah even like though they're so minor characters and our real like focus is on the main two it's it's almost like you get to know who they are without ever spending time on it like we don't have to like spend a full episode on them we just like know who they are we know their position at work and like nobody's like coming across as like incompetent like or they're trying to make someone really a fall like i mean like i guess the boss is for the girl but not really actually she like very much lets her if like she's like i i gotta do this this and this the boss is like yeah go for it like she doesn't Mm -hmm. kind of stop her in that sort of thing but like it's nice that we get to see kind of that full group because it's very clear that besides the boss who's just come in those have those girls have worked with each other for a really long time and they're very close as co-workers 
So you get that you within the first three episodes and they're all like 20 minutes a piece. You like yeah. establish very clearly their relationship with each other. I, I was just going to say, I will say, I feel like the, the not, so you have the boss that came from China mm-hmm. and she's the one that's, they, that's the evil boss, quote unquote. But, and then, but the gal who is kind of leading the Japanese side team, I feel like they, since they haven't really given her much backstory yet, I feel like she's not really that developed. She seems kind, like as far as yeah. even her interactions with her ex, like she's always she seems very sweet. So she does seem like super innocent until like you kind of see like mate probably she. I think happened. that was purposeful. I think you're supposed to like really think that she was just like this sweet like, which like, which would make the, the evil whatever boss she did is, like crazy comparatively yeah. to her. I think that was and like so, the setup. It almost makes so like even though they've kind of revealed like cheating. It, it still feels like, there still feels like more. It feels like yeah. there's oh, even yeah, absolutely. way more. There's a lot more that they're not showing. In order for her, for, in order for this boss, this ex, mm. this ex chick to just be so mad, like, yeah. something really had to go yeah. down. So. And I do really enjoy how they're showing, like, the Chinese bosses, like, what happens to queer people who are forced into heteronormative like relationships because of you know family or culture or whatever because she she has a daughter and a husband and she seems to genuinely dislike both of them and Mm -hmm. not want to be a part of this and the husband knows like you can tell that the husband knows that he is not loved by this woman and uh he's like a stay-at-home husband who's clearly struggling with that as well. well also he has a mother who's constantly going like yeah. she's rich and she's 10 years younger than you you keep it yeah like and so he i'm i'm wondering for you i'm wondering yeah. if it's not like a dual beard situation happening with these two mm. like if he's also Ooh, i didn't gay. consider that um because i was like I that's, could, yeah because that would that, yeah i can see that being a you know, like, because otherwise, like, why would face or something? You know, like, like why would not... he stay with this woman who clearly disdains him quite a bit? Like, because mm-hmm. she it's not nice to him. And I'm not all. sure that she hates her kid so no. much as she again, like you kind of said. Yeah, they haven't really launched into it, but just enough. Like, she was looking at like her performance evaluations mm. after the past handful of years, and how during her maternity leave she didn't get really good evals. And how yeah. that still to this day, and her kid is, you know, what, four or five now or whatever? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still to this day, she's stewing over how her maternity leave yeah. made her stuff. Absolutely. And, and she's I think, still trying to recover from just yeah. maternity leave from that many years ago. Yeah. I think that's, like, also what, like, the, with her, like, talking about, like, her disdain for the world because of the homophobia. Like, I think mm-hmm. that's also, like, into the, like, disdain for the world because... She was she's forced female to and she's child. lesser, even though yeah. she's like sitting here, she's the one who's paying the bills. She's going to work nonstop mm-hmm. and providing all this stuff for her family and doing well and making money for the companies. And she knows both languages and can like yeah. converse with both sides and still just because she's female, yeah, she's getting these marks. And, and I, I don't, don't like. I don't think that she hates her kid. I think no. So I, she just I, 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 I sort of misspoke. Kid. I don't think that she hates her kid. I think that she resents her child, which yeah, is a it's different. Just, it's thing. a resentment yeah. of just like, yeah, like the societal was, thing. I think yeah, resentment to have of child. like yeah, or the resentment and that like 
the way that she has her family set up is not what the world wants her to have this family yeah. set up. So like, and that she's punished of, like, for having this child. He's not that house. Like, so it's like she's know, expected wife. to have a child, but she's also punished for having a child. But if yeah, she right. did, like people would be I questioning to why have she this kid, it. but I still want my job. Like yeah. I should be able to have both. And she may have not even wanted to have this kid, but it was like, true. we don't know yet. Like, but it was, you know, expected of her to have one. No. And also, so she, she lashes out at the husband mm-hmm. pretty bad. And, uh, and even that, it, it seems like horrifically personal, but yeah. it's not. It's really just her being super angry at... Yeah the situation the world the ro- yeah. kind of the roles and just like just the whole thing and the fact that they even have to do this mm-hmm. like it's just really frustrating to her yeah like, it, well, should she be it, lashing out at him no no like no. she should not but to, be- also to me like it's like someone who's like very severely depressed and has to keep going like yeah, they're not right. allowed to like they can't be in their bed just standing there like literally yeah. can't because everything would fall apart so they right. just kind of have to deal with it and every little thing is getting to them Mm-hmm. did you recognize the evil boss because we've all watched her in another drama uh no really good question it's a contract uh, marriage oh she was she a- loves books <laughs> oh my oh, gosh <laughs> i saw that and i was like oh my gosh because i recognized the the girl the other girl who's like part of the company already because she's an idol or former idol and i had watched her in a couple of like idol dramas um but then i like looked at her and was like you kind of look familiar and then i was like oh no <laughs> what's the title of that one i can't I remember like each year no kiss title. yeah um see i realized just now that she was like the main dude's sure. ex in Usakon, which was like one of my fave J dramas of last year. Yeah. As um, far as if if you want the English like blinded kiss. Blinded kiss. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. It's, it's the Vicky. weird librarian. One no in ki- case oh my god. I can't believe I didn't realize. Oh geez. maybe I blocked <laughs> that show out of my memory. Like, no, we're done. Uh, also wildly different character like characteristics. Yeah, wild, so, absolutely. Wildly different. Yeah wildly different show um oh my <laughs> god that's so funny <gasps> oh i'm sorry what were you saying natalia i didn't mean to interrupt oh you. i wasn't I, I don't even remember i was just saying she <laughs> was like oh gosh yeah that she was the she was the like the the ex-girlfriend in one of the ex-girlfriends there's anyway usakon has several ex-girlfriends um usakon yeah oh my goodness shijo no kiss oh Sorry. Now I can't. Now I can't get that show out of my head. Show. You'll have to go watch it again just I to get it out of your head. Just to, just to get it free. Just to get free of it. Um, this is very much not that show. So. Very much not at very all. Not the vibe. same genre. Yeah. She, I mean, like she's even styled completely different. So oh, it took a which while. Which is probably before. why I didn't realize it until you yeah. said it. Um. So, so I will say, as, as far as like. If someone is trying to go into the show like, hey, I want some romantic vibes, no. 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 This is not. At I'm, least at the moment, Not no. yet. You know. <laughs> not. Yeah. Uh, I will say uh, that, like, I don't think it's actually going to be shy about, like, actual kisses because we're no. already starting to see a little bit of stuff and so there's that. I mean, like, mm-hmm. I don't really care about, like, kisses, but I do care about it 
in the sense that like if you're gonna put it in straight drama then you're gonna put it yeah, in gay drama well, you know too. like don't don't be playing these especially games. gls because gls mm-hmm. get a, a their own treatment which maybe that's what the show is like actually hinting towards too that like gls and regular like gls it's of possible. like manga or video games or anything is yeah you know so, supposed some, to go a certain way something that they talked about and again they didn't really talk about it but it's just because they've mentioned people have mentioned it's mm-hmm. so like one of the co-worker characters who seems nice and stuff she's way into bl yeah. like games mm-hmm. and manga and stuff it's so like she's a big bl fan which again preface totally fine with that obviously but since we're talking about this is a gl and they're making a gl like game mm-hmm I, I feel like they're saying a lot of stuff about society stuff without saying it out loud. Yeah. So. Now they are definitely saying some stuff a little bit out loud about as they're trying to get as the all these cowork this team is trying to find like their composer and their artist and all like their the big names mm-hmm. that they want to attach to this project to hopefully like solidify it essentially. There's this retired artist guy or whoever he is. Uh so they have to go convince him, and they pretty much do that through seductive charms a little bit, which mm-hmm. doing a and little it got ick real fast. Yeah, it was not creepy. Not on the girl side, on the dude side. Yeah, he's not creepy. cool. Mm-hmm. But like, though incredibly uncomfortable to watch, not fun. They actually say stuff about it, so it's not like they just did mm-hmm. this and like, oh, we're just not going to touch that. No, like it became. There's another character on the team that's like not okay with that and she's like straight up being like do we have to do like do we really have to be doing this are you actually okay with this yeah well if it's what we need to do to get these fancy fancy people and it's like Mm -hmm. i'm not okay with it well if you can get the person go do it yourself and she goes and she does it just by writing a letter (laughs) and so the statement was but then you see the boss go and still thank the girl that pretty much kind of mm-hmm. sacrificed her seductive charms a little bit to the icky guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, still, you you know, you did hard work. I appreciate that. La- so, like, it's, there was, again, and that's all they do. They don't have mm-hmm. this big monologue. They don't have mm-hmm. inner thoughts. They don't have anything. But, like, I feel like a lot is being said. Yeah. Shown, kind of. Just yeah. the situation shows, like, this is stuff that women have to deal with in the workplace even amongst themselves trying to protect each other because the whole reason it's a thing is like do we we not just me like do we all have to really be dealing with this stuff Mm -hmm. and then the whole conversation was essentially well we can't drink as much as men so like we can't hold a candle to that what do we have we only pretty much have our bodies kind of it's like, but I but did. I did like. I don't want to have to do that. I did like that. As soon as it happens, they're like, "Well, it turns out he was just a creepy old man, huh?" Like, yep, he was just fucking creepy. Okay, well, well. typical. Like, it's right. like a fucking typical, just creepy, creepy old man. Like, right? But, yeah, just sort of speaking to the reality of life for women in this environment, because like, Absolutely, yeah. creepy old men, dime a dozen, my friend. They're everywhere. Right. They're everywhere. You can't escape them. Mm-hmm. I am interested to see where it goes. Like, I'm... Me too. Yeah. I, yeah, like, I, I have no guesses, honestly. Like, yeah, especially the fact that there's mm-hmm. there's a kid involved. It's like, 
yeah and it's obvious that she since she's not the primary caregiver like that's a mm-hmm. whole thing too like so i really hadn't con- the way natalia mentioned the fact that it might be a double beard situation i had not even considered that that might be a thing so that's, that's like a, a lavender marriage that's like a classic you know right part of the queer community in history right but i will say so i know this gal is really bitter about the breakup and it's sucky but Mm -hmm. you don't and i don't she is not trying to win her ex back we know that she's not trying to (laughs) and she's trying to make her feel crappy obviously Mm -hmm. but still (laughs) you can still make her feel crappy without like this level and also she keeps the boss keeps like she toes the line of like wow you might as well just come out and say like that you in front of people doing some yeah. of this stuff it's like girl like <laughs> no but don't do that it's have we seen that character in a male like absolutely in, oh, yeah. we have. absolutely we drama, have so and, and so that's even if this drama like if if the whole thing later on becomes some train wreck for some reason like and it's just mm. all bad feelings or something it's allowed to do that. Like, yeah. it, it can do that because isn't there, yeah, isn't there a bazillion BLs just like that? Oh, yeah, there is. Mm-hmm. There is. <laughs> so it's, you know what? It's fine. It's fine. But I bet it'll keep saying some little things about society here and there. Mm-hmm. It definitely yeah, feels like it's already kind of starting to say that. I think that. And I do mm-hmm. feel like, so there was a character, a, like, coworker character that showed up. And she hasn't done a ton of stuff yet. She was the one that was, like, trying to be kind of fighting back against the kind of sexual harassment stuff a little bit. Mm-hmm. The way she came in and the way she was, like, trying to hide her face. I don't know. I feel like she's going to be more of a, like, she's going to be doing some stuff. Either someone's going to be attracted yeah. to her or, I don't know. I, I, I got some vibes there. That's mm-hmm. my guess with her. Because she yeah. wants to talk about, she, she, like, wants to talk about things. And she's younger, so it just seems like she really wants to. I'm interested to see where it goes. Yeah. How how many more episodes do we have? So like, oh, I don't three know. Three out of I just, eight. Yeah. Five more episodes. So in a more traditional layout for a J drama uh, rom com situation, uh, we have a our third choice of the evening. The end of the comedy. The comedy bread with the non comedy <laughs> filling. Um, uh, Suki Yaren Kerodok Yaroka, which is. I love you and you, um, which is about it. This one, this one's a little bizarre. Okay. Like I'll coming out, coming out of the gate, weird dynamics in this one. Okay. Weird dynamics. So there's two main characters. Okay. One is this sort of goofy, very anime Labrador retriever type character gay man uh who runs a restaurant i will say the food at his restaurant does look pretty good does look pretty good and uh a new and he lives in osaka and then you have a divorcee who's very introverted and shy who gets transferred to osaka and shows up at his restaurant and this uh gay restaurateur in like falls immediately yeah. in love, love with her sight. Like he's, <laughs> so in and he's like, he's like, that's it. 
you know that's the one the like <laughs> halos coming in like, stops you know, for him yeah, every time he smiles of... he's like oh no my oh, heart yeah, like, oh. <laughs> and i will say one thing i do love about this character is that he does have a straight best friend who does not care that he's gay and is willing to go to the sauna with him and listen to all of his like just obsessive chatting about this guy who's just thinks they're friends at this point um three episodes in and basically this uh, new guy to osaka is having basically culture shock because from what i'm what i'm led to believe what we're led to believe from this show is that the culture in osaka is much more gregarious and friendly and less centered on politeness than the rest of japan very jokey and like you know Mm. more uh outgoing than you know like what you would normally see as the societal norm from tokyo so it was tokyo in particular yeah um so he's having a hard time adjusting as not only someone from tokyo coming to a new place but also someone who's just naturally shy and introverted Mm-hmm. And then being thrust into an office that seemingly is full of the most extroverted people yes. you've ever met in your life. And, him and they just, always want to hang out and yeah, talk to you. always want to be friends. They want to <laughs> hang out. They want to have a good time. And he's just it's like panicked at all moments. He doesn't know what he's doing, ever. Shouldn't we eat at her desk? Let's yeah, just sh- sit here. Like, yeah, he just, like, so it's... And if- it's kind of cute so on that then, front. So then his coworker, at least one, <laughs> is like, do you hate people? Like, do you hate us? Like, do you hate Osaka people? And he's, and he's like, like what? No. no. Why would I hate Osaka people? I just, I, I just don't know what I'm doing. Like, <laughs> And so then this restaurateur, under the guise of friendship, is going to take this much older man. Like, I think there's like, like a 10 year difference or something. Like it's, it's made pretty obvious that this, this salary worker is quite a deal older and in like a different place in life than this restauranter who's like in his but the, like, like early twenties. Yeah. Like the restaurant guy is in like super young though. Yeah. Like, no, no. He's like mid twenties I'd say. And then I'd say like the, the, the other guys at least 30, like, but I would say mid thirties. Um, and he's like, I'm going to take you under my wing and teach you all you need to know about like Osaka culture because we're gonna be best friends. Like that's all I'm looking for is this totally platonic friendship. And- well, he's also trying to tell himself that like I'm gonna be just okay with this. Yeah, yeah, this will okay be enough. Being just friends. being around him because will be he enough. keeps seeing him with the coworker who's female. So yeah. he's like kind of like zeroing in and be like. Oh. But the coworker who's female is a classic female BL character who has not realized that this clearly gay man is gay. Which is (laughs) And she's also super extroverted and wants to go out all the time. All the time. And they all all like (laughs) the gonna go to lunch. And also there's like these two like older men who hang out at his restaurant. Because it's one of those restaurants that's just like a like like two tables and like a bar yeah, the and bar, like yeah. the chef talks it's to you all regulars and, yeah and all regulars and so they're also like befriending this awkward salary man who keeps getting himself into hijinks above like 
you know, getting in over his head, like, by agreeing to do things that he shouldn't be agreeing to do. Um, <laughs> it's, like, a real classic, like, setup, right? Like, that's, like, a, mm-hmm. you know, like, opposites attract situation. Um, it's interesting, because I wouldn't think there would be, like, a fish-out-of-water type vibe from just going from, like, Tokyo to Osaka. Like, well, no. Like, I but get it. Like, if you're moving, you know, like, if you're moving from, you know, like, the East Coast to the Midwest, yeah, that would be or like a, a city to even a if, beach town. Like, yeah, I think there's like a drastic yeah. culture, or even you know. like New York to Chicago because there yeah. would be a huge. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, like even if, like, for example, like I live in Montreal, which is like a French city. Like, if you would move from Toronto to Montreal, that would be a wild. Like, they're both mm, cities, right. but that would be like a wild change, right? Um, and I I do enjoy that like the the salary man character you're getting some of his backstory of like why his wife left him and it wasn't because he was a terrible human being it was just you know clearly they were wrong for each other and mm-hmm. that just happens sometimes and then he's he's like I want to actually be a more attentive person who like reciprocates when people do things for me but meanwhile you've got this restaurateurs like i don't care if you ever do anything for me like i can, I can do anything i can do anything for you i don't care like you want to make you something friends. i'll make you something yeah, like, you wanna... but then i love the best friend character because he's like dude i am concerned because in your past relationships mm-hmm. you get too wound up with the other person's interests mm-hmm. and you totally like lose sight of yourself and yeah. you cannot do that anymore and it's the guy's healthy. like, oh, it's not going to be a thing. It's not going to be a thing. Well, then he starts. So the salaryman character's like, hey, because when they, hey, we're friends now. Come, come to this art school with me and come to this like art museum with me, mm-hmm. art exhibit. And this poor, really athletically inclined. Just so athletic. <laughs> he doesn't know squat about art and he finds it really boring. And he's trying so he's hard. Trying his best. But then what I like about it is that you can see that even though at this point on episode three, we're only on episode three here. These are just three episodes. <laughs> um, you can see that the, you know, the salary man character also realizes that he's not like that. He has been ignoring this guy's interests and then tries, tries to like find something to do. So he's like, oh, let's go play squash. Like in the, you know, you know, the athletic guy's like, oh, I love squash. Like, yeah, you play squash. He's like, yeah, yeah. I've dabbled. I play, I've dabbled sure. in squash in college. Like by dabbling, he watched a squash game one time. Like that's the vibe here. And so, but then, you know, it turns into a nice moment where he's like, well, why would you want to, like, why would you say let's go play squash? And he's like, well, I want to do something like you did stuff that I want to do. So I really wanted mm-hmm. to do something that you wanted to do. And he's like, well, then I can teach you to play squash. And then it becomes like a nice, you know, shared thing. So I, I'm really interested to see where this one goes because it's got a lot of like moving parts right now. Like you've got the girl who doesn't realize this openly gay man is gay, like still trying <laughs> to like worm her way in. Uh, you've got the best friend who's like on the sidelines, like, I don't know, man, like, this guy doesn't seem like he's, you know, into what you're into, if you get my drift. And then um, what what I sort of love is that you have this, like, simpy golden retriever character, which is usually paired with, like, like a, you know, more Sundere type character. Mm-hmm. But that's not what's happening here. 
Because this guy is just as stupid in a completely different way. Like, he's so clueless about everything. So it's like two idiots in love, but, like, only one idiot is currently in love. Like, I think there's a little something there. You know, like, I feel like... like, I think he doesn't realize him. Yeah, he doesn't realize it, but, like, him sticking around even though, Mm -hmm. like, I think that's the thing. He just doesn't. He hasn't picked up on it yet. No, he's just but like, because, no, you know, people there. come to their sexuality in very yeah. different times. Exactly. Like, That's fine. Because as far as like, if you have a magnetism to someone else's vibes, mm-hmm. despite the fact that you actually don't have any shared interests yeah. whatsoever, <laughs> it doesn't have to be like, oh, romantic, but it, it like, there's something there. Yeah. yeah. So... Like yeah. my as husband far as you and at I least want to be few. platonically around somebody. Yeah, sure. like my husband and I have very few shared interests, but like we've been have a great marriage for like over a decade now. So like it is yeah. you know. Yeah, I mean like he's also like an introverted character and it's not mm. just like love wins all and like the introvert's gonna magically become, become like extroverted. extroverted. Like, it's just not gonna happen, like, mm-hmm. especially not that fast, and especially when you've already, like, uprooted everything in your life, too. You've got a divorce, yeah. you're in a different town, a different job, the culture is different on both of those things, and you're still yeah. just, like, trying to grapple with everything. It's just not gonna, like, match I, him I do like that the energy is, like guy who's too afraid to tell a waiter that their food came wrong and then the guy who will tell the waiter that the food came yeah. wrong for everyone at the table you know and that, that's like that's a dynamic that's like a really you successful, need each other it's a really even if you're friends dynamic. you need yeah. that you need like listen i i can't tell anyone that there's a mistake in my food at my husband can he'd be like no you didn't order that See, like, it's not yeah. great if, if my husband and I were both can. people that can't tell, so yeah, we just you're, you're, deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like it's, it's it's sad because I'm allergic to so many foods that yeah, it's, like, just, I'm like, it's oh, good that like, you have somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, I said no egg because I'm allergic, but like you brought it with eggs. It's up to pick What do I do? Like. <laughs> So something I want to bring up about this drama, though, is the, which I'm not speaking to, like, I'm just talking about the subtitles. So, like, Mm. I can't speak to, like, the linguistics of the Japanese that's being used or anything. Mm -hmm. But going with the title and then a couple situations that happened, it seems like in Osaka, or at least the situations that the salaryman kept getting into... Mm -hmm people would kind of say something and then they would kind of have a little leading question afterwards. And so, cause there was all, there's this like almost confession from, from like the snack bar bartender guy. Yeah. And it ended up with like, what are we going to do about it? Type question. Mm-hmm. And the salary, like they end up playing it off fine, but it keeps really like being in the salary man's head, like a lot. And then, even the bartender guy's like con- concerned that that guy's thinking about that. Yeah. But then, but then he goes to work, and they keep he keeps encountering all these like leading que- like leading questions at the ends of statements. State- and yeah, statements and as questions. Yeah. And he keeps being like, "Oh my gosh, what is with everybody and the way they're saying?" <laughs> and it's a dialect. Like, yeah. am I supposed to actually like? Since he's a pretty literal person, he's like, "Am I supposed mm-hmm. to actually respond to this? Like, what is?" So. 
the whole reason I'm even bringing this up is I think it's really funny how it gets mirrored at the very end of the third episode mm-hmm. with the gal who, like, she has this... It's a nice moment between the... She, prior to this, it's obvious that she's been very gregarious and kind of having a crush towards the bartender guy. Mm-hmm. Bartender guy's pretty oblivious, though he gets warned at least, so he's not, like, way oblivious now. But... The nice moment was she's having a rough time at work and she's on she was just being open about it. She wasn't making that like an She wasn't trying to be opportunistic about Mm -hmm. it or anything. She was just being honest. So the guy was just open about like, well, like if you need somebody to talk to, whatever. And she wasn't trying to like use that against him, but she did see it as like an opportunity to then be like Mm-hmm. And then she pretty much had a confession with a leading question at the end. I was like, oh, there yeah, we go. There like, I just is. thought it was really funny. Because then is. the guy, because then the bartender was like, oh, no, there's a leading question. Like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've done it to myself almost. See, really I, I find, like, these sort of, like, the dialectical issues that are presented in this really funny. Because for anyone who doesn't know, Sky and I specifically encounter dialect issues differences no. when we talk to each other <laughs> all the time often, often like, not daily often, probably weekly like more often than you would think because i'm from the maritimes which is like a very rural poor merit like they're on the on the east coast ocean part of canada which has a very distinct dialect in both english and french which i speak which makes me ridiculous in quebec because they don't understand what I'm saying, I don't understand what they're saying. Same language, different. But Sky and I specifically, like, I will say things and they will mean the opposite of what they mean to her. I and was it's so funny. It's I just think it, it's so funny the way the bartender character is like, just like locked onto him, just out of it. Like, he's I'm going to make him my people for whatever yeah. reason. He's mine now. (laughs) That's it. That's the end. But I, yeah, I have no idea how they're going to turn this into a romance, but I'm very excited to see (laughs) what they get up to. Like, what shenanigans they manage to pull out in the next seven episodes to... It'll be a slow burn. Yeah, it's definitely, like, definitely a slow burn. So what do you think they're going to do with that girl character? Do you think, like, after she gets rejected, they're going to disappear? Or do you think that she's going to become a wingman? Like, I, I think she's feel the... gonna be. I think she's gonna be a friend. Yeah. Like maybe help with the relationship. She might become the best friend to him. Like. Yeah. Because he needs one. He needs yeah. yeah. But also, it's like... like they're you know if we're going by traditional rom com, he does have that single straight best friend just sitting there being a truck driver. Well, mm-hmm. is he single? He was wearing well, a ring. Know. Like oh, I could might have been not been. Well, it's it's unclear. Um, I must say, I do enjoy all the really ridiculous scenes at the sauna where he gets really excited and like over the top and then suddenly it'll just be like this, you know, like 10 other just nude men in towels just staring (laughs) at him like, what are you, why are you yelling in the steam room, buddy? Like, calm down. Um, but I don't know what they're gonna, I think, I don't think they're gonna disappear because they've given her too much of a, yeah, they've given her a really strong character so far. Yeah. Mm. I, I I like her character a lot. Like I want her to stick around. So yeah, maybe help him at work. Yeah, because I think yeah, I think it's she's gonna be the social butterfly for him. Like yeah. she's going to be that part for him. Mm-hmm. The the bridge. Yeah, yeah. 
I do listen. I do love a good bisexual romance, and I, I'm, I'm waiting to see him like come to his bisexual realization. Uh, but I like I like that the like the the bartender dude is just gay. Like I like that he's not you know like they're just like mm-hmm. he's he's pretty much like he's not hiding that he's gay. He's not like yeah. out being like I'm gay to just random people, secret. but like he doesn't hide it like clearly his buddy is like all those other men you dated and he's like yeah like, i like men <laughs> i like that because i feel like you don't really see that that often even in bl like it's there's more common mm-hmm. like it's becoming you know more common but usually it's like i didn't know i was gay or like i have like a gay thing or i'm only gay oh, i'm only gay for you boo boo on only gay for you that lame um but i like where he's just like yeah i like men But I appreciated how, I'm trying to think of how to say this, because he had, like, it seems like kind of a rough breakup, like, he was pretty hurt last relationship. And so because of that, and he realized he kind of made some mistakes on his end as well, because of how he got too wrapped up in that relationship. So Uh not only did he learn that about himself, but he he really distanced himself from dating for a while. Like, it's obvious that he tried to take himself out of that because he's like, I, that has not been a thing for a bit because I was trying to not. And I think you don't see that, like, with a main lead BL character all that often, like, as far Mm -hmm. as I've been trying to be introspective for a bit and, like, not... Unfortunately, he's not really one who's made for too much introspection. Well, yeah, (laughs) you you get Mr. Smiley coming in and he's gone. He's He's like, almost paradise. (laughs) Like, oh, (laughs) like, woo. Um, Yeah. Oh, no, he has a handkerchief. Like, he has, do you carry a handkerchief? Exactly. This guy, he always carries a handkerchief. And that makes him special for some reason. Like,. Uh-oh. So cultured. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like the unhinged, I like a good unhinged energy, so. It's good times. And we love a good Jay drama here at the Nunas, so it's nice to see so many more, especially queer ones, getting, you know, international streaming. And yeah. we do still, we do love Gagulala. Still not sponsored. They haven't called us while recording this. Still not still sponsored. Not sponsored. <laughs> but, um... We, I, you know what, if you've never, if you're like really into queer dramas or you want to be into more queer dramas, they've got quite a selection and uh, very reasonable pricing. Like it's very reasonable pricing. Um, mm-hmm. So it might be a streaming service to the old check out to. Um, it's got a lot of like different things too. There's a yeah, lot of like movies. art house indie stuff um, yeah. and it's not just Asian countries. You'll, yeah, it's international. Like, French, yeah. Like, yeah. Even stuff from US. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a, it's an inter- it's a, it's an interesting stuff. So those were some, those were three Gagawala J dramas that uh, we were checking out this week. Um, we hope you enjoyed, you know, li- hanging out with us and, uh, Maybe check out some of those dramas if they sounded like they were on your level. Your speed, as it were. Um, anyway, we hope you have a great week. Uh, you should come back on Wednesday if you're watching this or listening to this at the day it comes out for uh, more J-drama goodness. Because we are doing <laughs> a J-drama woo. live stream. 
uh, where we're going to talk about the J-dramas that we watched in 2023. Well, Jesse and I are going to talk about the J-dramas we watched in 2023. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the ones that we like the best. Um, anyway, and you can listen to this podcast and every other episode uh, pretty much wherever podcasts can be found. Also, they're all on YouTube. And since November of this year, they're all actually October of this year, like late October, they're all in video now. It's not just audio. So of last year, not this year, last year. Um, but you can also go to our website, certifiednews.com, if you're looking for links, time codes. You can also listen to, to every episode there as well. So we make it real easy for you to listen to us. Um, and if you want to support this podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash certified Nunas to join the certified found family. They're our found family on the web. Uh, we love them. They're the best. They're great. They get little extra episodes uh, for patrons only and a uh -huh. patrons only movie night once a month. Uh, it's good. It's good crack. It's good fun. Um, we have a good time. We love, we love the found family. We also do movie reviews now. Yeah, we do weekly, weekly so. mini movie reviews over mini for movies. patrons only. For the fan family. So maybe if you're looking for that next movie to watch, we may have the goods on something you can check out. Um, anyway, thank you for listening to us. We'll be back next week with another banger of an episode. Uh, and uh, we would like you to stay safe. So please wash your hands and wear a mask. And as always, keep enjoying Asian entertainment. Bye. Bye.